Yo, what's up, family? What's up, family? Happy Sunday to you. We are back. I am your host, Cody. This is A. This is AJ. This is Jay. And this is the Cody and Crew. Happy, happy Sunday to you, family. Again, welcome back to another edition of the Cody and Crew Morning Show. We are in a whole new month. I am excited. It's my month. What do you mean by it's your month? Because my birthday is November 29th, y'all. Really? I, I did not know that. I thought she was saying because it's no shave November. Uh, that's from me. That applies to me. No shave November. I said she about to have a little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. That's how we're starting to show praise, God. No, so your birthday is in November. What do you have planned? 29th. I don't know what I'm doing yet. However... Um, I know that my birthday is at the end of the month around Thanksgiving, okay. and it's always hard to plan stuff for people I was gone. Yeah. So I know I'm gonna be doing something. I just don't know what particularly because it's and a good chance that people are not gonna be there. It happens every year, but I'm gonna be 29 well, gonna be there. on the 29th. So I feel like you know, we're gonna 29 be there. on the 29th is a big deal. That's yeah. my golden year. The next year I'll be 30. So I'm yeah. just kind of like. I've got to do something this year. And I know women are a little different sometimes. They don't like to always release your age. Do you talk of your age? How old are you turning? I'm 29 and the 29. Yeah! <laughs> okay, let's go. Sorry, I missed it. I was too busy trying to adjust the volume. I'm 29 and 29 and next year I'll be 30. So. Nice. She just said all that. I'm so sorry. Right. He's like, so how old are you? She said nobody's going to be there, but she already has us three, so. It's oh, I mean, three. yeah, I don't know what y'all look, but that's the thing. I don't ever know what people are doing for Thanksgiving. Well, you know I'm there. I'm, whatever I'm doing. You put it on Thanksgiving, though. It's not, but it's the weekend of. It's the so weekend. people are li- usually like coming from right. out of town yeah. or, you know, leaving or, you know, whatever. All my people are still here. I can't come. Like, I get it. You want to spend time with your family. And but what do you want to do? What does eight want to do? So originally, my plan was to have an appreciation dinner and give okay. everybody awards. Your birthday's right? on a Monday. My birthday's on a Monday. So I was going to have an appreciation brunch. So okay. everybody was going to come, eat breakfast. And then I was going to have like an awards uh, show where I was going to give everybody an award for being something particular in my life. So that's extravagant, right? People are like, oh, you're going to be an award show, you're going to have red carpet, all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I ain't got no money. So, uh. Uh, <laughs> so I can't do that. So I said, at least I could do a brunch or something, just have everybody meet me at a restaurant. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, maybe that won't be even a thing either because most places don't even take reservations on a Sunday or. Uh, since it's Thanksgiving, they usually don't do reservations. So, on this so Sunday. It's kind of like, do I get an Airbnb? Do well, I, whatever you do, I'm there. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, we, hey. we, you know, Cody, we got to be there. We want to host too, because if you have a big crowd, we want to host. But if something fly, you're praise God. I said that I was going to just do a fundraiser for my Paris trip that I'm taking at the end of the year. A fundraiser for your birthday? Mm-hmm. It's your birthday. I mean, it's my birthday. Yeah. So, I was like, I'm going to go to Paris with my best friend for New Year's. We always try to spend New Year's together. Um, so last year I was with her for New Year's and she was like, let's go to Paris. And when is her birthday? Ooh, her birthday is August 4th on Barack Obama's birthday as well. Wow. She's an amazing individual. And what's, uh, what's August 4th? What is that, a Leo? Leo. Yeah, yeah. she's a Leo. I love her. Nice. I love Leo. Yeah. I said, I either fundraiser. They just know that they're freaks. That's my it. mom and my grandma. So your mom, how many kids you know what? <laughs> we love, I love you. We, I'm just fucking. Don't be scared. I'm not saying don't be No, but she's. A, I'm, I'm sure she's a She's been. Here's the, here's the better question. How many years have she's been married? I want to say twelve. Okay. Uh, All right. Come on, double digits. Come <laughs> on, double, double digits. Man. Yeah. It's been more than a decade. 
More than a decade. More than wow. a decade. Big ups to her. We definitely see. And see, this is just a tit, tit, tit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a piece of this in February. Well, we're just starting the show. We'll be back. Y'all okay? This is, I'm, I'm Cody. This is A. This is AJ. This is J. And this is the Cody and crew. Don't go nowhere, y'all. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're tuned in and you're locked in to the all-new KCOH TV, The Boost. And I'm your host, Cody. This is A. This is AJ. And Jay. This is Jay. Is in the building. That's right, my boy Jay is here. And this is the Cody and Crew family. Welcome back to another Sunday. This is November the 7th, and we are excited uh, to be here. Later on in the show, Kanye West, uh, Travis Scott, and then also we get to talk to Keandra Lockett today. So you want to stay tuned. Can you keep your song, please? So you want to stay tuned and do not touch that dial. We, it, 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 as you notice, we've scratched radio dial in the new season, thanks to 8. It's just dial. And I'm going to mention that every Sunday. May every one of you be blessed. 8, again, tell us what are some of the things that you want to talk about in pop culture today so that pop fans can be expected. Like you said, Travis Scott, I mean, that's something that's um, been on the news this whole weekend. Um, I actually met someone who um, was a part of that whole thing um, yesterday and he was just describing what he saw so I think that's something that needs to be talked about for sure um, and I also uh, think that a lot of people need to really consider now that this has happened consider um, where they're going who they're going with and actually have strategies in place so this will happen again I think it was very tragic we lost eight people and uh, many others injured um, at the concert so that's one thing that we have to touch on, for sure. All right, so you do, you don't want to go nowhere. You want to stay tuned for the entire three hours. We have a lot to give to you, and we have a short time to do it, all right? We got more music coming your way. It's KCOH. I'm your host, Cody. This is A. This is AJ. This is Jay. And this is the Cody and Crew, the show where we live out loud, so laugh out loud, like it until we all new. KCOH TV, The Boost. I am your host, Cody. This is A. And this is Jay. And this is Dakota and crew. Thank you so much for keeping it locked and not touching that radio dial. Hey, and my boy Jay is going to lead you into the pop culture segment of our show. So we have on our agenda today first, Kanye West. Kanye West. Kanye. Yay. Yay. West. West. His name is Yay now, y'all. So y'all got to say Yay. You know, he changed his name. But um, Yay was on Drinking Champs um, this past week. And he made a very bold statement that I really want to talk about because I do not feel the same at all. Okay. He said what? He basically put Jay-Z, Drake, Kid Cudi, Pusha T, Kim Kardashian, and Travis Scott in a group chat and said I'm worth more than all of y'all on this text combined. Wait, what? And yeah, and, and he also said that the worst thing that he's done is sign Big Sean to his label. I was like, wait a minute, because Big Sean is, I feel like Big Sean is. He's a good, no, he's, he's a good, he's he good, he's really good. He's for real, and um, I think that he is not one of the rappers that has piss poor jargon, right? Mm -hmm. So when Kanye West says that, I'm like, whoa. But I, then his reasoning, though, I think the reasoning is uh, what, I'm not, not going to say I still understand his statement, right? But he said that he signed Big Sean and he signed John Legend, and he changed their life, which he right. did, and he said for them not to take up for him, take up for him in the election, mm -hmm. yeah, and basically say, you know, I'm not voting for Kanye West, so just speak against him. He said was, you know, all bad for him. Well, they don't yeah. owe him that uh, that loyal that loyalty. I mean, if they don't agree with a lot, okay. they don't. 
because if they don't agree with something that he's doing somebody you know i don't care if you sign me you know what i mean you signed me because i brought something to the table you didn't sign me to follow all of your decisions like that i don't think that's fair to say that's like saying john legend is I, I would, thank you for saying that i would never sign you that's that's fine I, I I would never do that because yeah. I'm not obligated to vote for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> At the end of the day, I I, I got my mind of my own. Yeah, I feel you though. I, I I feel like eight the way that you said it, the way that you posed that was really great. You know, Kanye said he's changed their lives, and when you kind of consider their lives, when you can when you kind of consider that, it's like it's from from every area. You know, they they're now eating better, they're living better, they're taking care taking care of their mom and their mom's mom. You know. And then they now have the finances to do so because of Ye. Wow. So because I'm, of you. So now, you wait, wait, wait. I got to take you on that. I do. Because at the end of the day, in order for me to still be making that money, instead of, in order for me to still be going, I have to get in the studio and I have to record it, correct? Correct. So I have to, at the end of the day, when I walk out of there with that money, I got to make those decisions for me. So if I decide that your, your, your views are not aligned with mine, I'm not going to agree with you. It takes nothing away from what you've given me, and it takes nothing away from what I've given you because I have given you something at the end of the day, my services. Does that make sense? And yeah. I delivered. And I delivered. There you go. That's why I'm still here. So I just feel like, no, he don't, he don't owe them that. I mean, I guess it's just all about rapport too, you know, and then the kind of the type of relationship that you, you know, build with your artist or build with your client, you know, I guess that also plays a tell into, I guess, how you will flow and how their relationship continues to grow. I just feel if it's an artist that I'm signing, it depends. I guess it, I guess it just it depends. It depends, you know. I don't think y'all are really considering what he's talking about. He's talking about the presidential election, I, right? Yeah, exactly. If Kanye West was mad at me because I flat out said, Kanye, I'm not voting for you, right? Um, I think Kanye West was. Let me let me backtrack. Kanye West is more so upset at the fact that they did it behind his back. He said Pusha T didn't. Pusha T kind of was just like, hey, this is not what I'm doing, bro. You know, and I'm going to tell you why. He had his own opinion, right? So he said that he respected Pusha T for that. But everybody else, like Big Sean and, you know, John Legend was speaking against him. And he's like, I changed y'all's lives. Like, you know, why would y'all say this about me and not to me? You know? Right. And I feel like that, too. If you have a certain opinion about me and you don't feel like I should be running for presidency, tell me why. Not necessarily so I can change, but I can get more perspective on my stance. What am I doing wrong? Like, because I want y'all to be in agreement with somebody who changed y'all's lives. Right. To be able to change everybody else's life in America. It makes sense. If, you, yeah. if I could change your life, I could surely uh, do what I need to do to make sure that I'm fit for this position. But if you, were in, their but if you were in their shoes and, he, and you heard Kanye say, like, you heard Kanye say he's running for the presidential election like would you just take these serious i'm going to take i'm going to go to yay and call him yeah. him like i like i did when he asked me to be on his label right the like i'm gonna go to him and say this is what i feel and this is what i think that you need to do i just wouldn't take it serious if i heard that kanye was running just knowing you know kanye's history how you know people i mean but that could be a reason that you tell him hey i don't think that you fit for this position because you are not well that's now, now if the relationship is there and the relationship is genuine, then that shouldn't bother Kanye. That shouldn't bother. And when you put it from that perspective, how they went behind his back, now I see why he can he feels the way he does. But right. like outside of that, they don't owe him. You know, they don't owe him anything. I think that Kanye West was just kind of like, bro, like mm -hmm. if you feel like this about me, um, don't speak against me on the on this level, on a serious level, in front of 
thousands of people putting on Instagram and Twitter if I change your life personally. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it should be a cosign of, I think that Kanye West is a great individual because he did X, Y, and Z for me. I know he could do it for America, but maybe he needs to work on these things first. It could have been something that simple, Very right? Simple. But they were totally on the other side. And, and I don't, I remember, I haven't, I didn't really see um, Sean. I, I did see John Legend was completely oh. on the out, outside yeah. the conference. He was like, nah, I ain't. He, I he ain't, was not messing with I ain't that. messing with it. <laughs> he didn't even, and I, I know he didn't tell Kanye that. He would have never said none of that to Kanye. So this is what he, um, this is some of the quotes. I'm going to read just some of the quotes that he had off of there. Um, y'all, this is coming from, um, what is this, what is this, what is this? SOAH.com. And these are all the five quotes that um, he had from the interview. So he said, the idea of the versus battle between him and Drake or Jay-Z, he said, I would need four people to go against me at one time. I would win in any situation. I would never go against Jado. That's my boss. At a certain point, I could just be going against myself. Um, and then um, Soulja Boy is in his top five. Now, Soulja Boy was supposed to be on his album. Right. He was supposed to be on the Donda album. I he took it off. I so right? much. He said, <laughs> he said, uh, Soulja Boy top far as far as uh, as what we are today, right? Influencer. But then when they said, yeah, influencer wise. Yeah. And then he was like, so why didn't he put him on the album? He said, did you hear his words? It was whack. It was whack. Yeah, he did. He said on live. <laughs> That's what he said. That's but what see, he said. But see, Kanye a hypocrite because he could have told Soulja Boy Whoa. that. You see, it was fire. You see, you see how he feel about Big Sean and yeah, John? Yeah, but I don't think that was the case. I don't think that was the case, right? I think I don't think that he sat there in the studio with Soldier Boy because a lot of us we send our. I know me as an artist, I send my verses, mm -hmm. right, to different people. So when they ask for it or whatever, I send it to them. They'll re-record it, clean it up or whatever, and let it fit the song. Boom, it's a feature. I didn't text them back and be like, "That was trash." Yeah, or like, it's one of his I, people. Nah, you know, the same I way I can make a group chat with a whole bunch of other celebrities and tell them I'm rich to them. I can make a group, not even a group chat. True. I can text you back and be like, Very true. "Your verse was trash." Put you know. And I respect you, so but but give me something I, better. But from what I understand, Kanye didn't even let Soldier know that he was taking him off of his record. And then Soldier proceeded to get on TV and call the verse trash after having Soldier Boy go crazy yeah. for the last month and a half. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Soldier Boy was literally on live, and he was like, "Look at your haircut, bro." Look at your haircut. Was, <laughs> he was, was just roasting, was roasting him all over Twitter. <laughs> oh my god! Started trolling hey. Kim. Like this, this boy somebody, started doing. Hey, so this boy is definitely somebody that needs to grow up for real. Cause he, he still has a lot of like, <laughs> he still has a lot of high school tendencies. But you know what's crazy? His relevance. Like he still has so much relevance because now. Because he anything that people tag him on and anything that he's known for in that moment, he's gonna he ride it. it. Oh, he does. He off. takes it. Something else that uh, uh, Kanye West had touched on in an interview was um, eliminating Black History Month. He said, put this on Black Twitter right now. Cancel Black History Month. Why? I need Black Possibility Month. I am tired of seeing us getting hosed down. This is here to remind you of who they want us to be and not who we really are, bro. That's what he said. That's powerful, though. I get it. Um, I think that it needs to, Black History still needs to be taught, though. I still oh, think course. that we should have a Black History Month. And I think Black History Month just needs to be, kind of just be um, revamped to being, like you said, Black Possibility Month, but let's make Black History this month. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be Black History this right, month. Right. Not dress up as people that, you know, like Rosa Parks, Saharia, Timon, any of these other people, not saying that they're not important, but let's They kind of highlight excel. what we were struggling. Yeah. And, and he's saying, past. let's not highlight the struggle. Let's let it be Black Possibility Month. So if we are making... If we are talking about history, let's just make history. So if it's making an album, whether it's, you know, literally selling 
um, like Summer Walker right now, she is up for a biggest debut from a, a female what? R&B artist. It's Beyonce's and, Lemonade. Yeah, she's so coming it's from about 185K to, to 200K. Yeah, uh, so she's about to top Beyonce's Lemonade album. That was a huge album. So that's that's if that was happening in the month of February, that's mm-hmm. what Kanye West is speaking towards. I feel that's what he's speaking towards. But like let's like, that like history. Every month though, something like that is big. Yeah, like, yeah. So we don't need to need to just. Uh, to I feel like we should highlight like that something like like I don't even think we should have like a. I'm, I'm be honest. I don't feel like we should have a black. I feel like we should have a Black History Month, but I feel like we should have a moment every month where we just empower. Like that happens already though. With social media, anyway. I but I feel like that. we we capitalize in February. Why don't we capitalize every month? We could. You know I, think, I, mean? I think what that's what Kanye is saying. He's saying like let's have a month where we reflect on what's current, what Black History made, what Black History is being made in the month of February instead of going all the way back because this is no longer our narrative. Gotcha. That's what I feel like he's coming from. If I'm correct, Kanye, quote me, call me, text me if I'm wrong. But that's just how I feel. <laughs> um, I'm gonna come, look, I'm gonna mind up, my name out there because if he's listening and if any of his fans is listening, they're right. gonna send this little clip to him and I'm, he gonna call me. I hear, I, I understand where you're <laughs> from. He gonna fly me out. Um, but yeah, I think that this this a whole Kanye, anytime I see Kanye, Kanye West, sorry, yay. Anytime I see him in the news, I really think to myself, what he did now? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what That's say? my whole point, right. bro. What did he say? Like, what does he nobody say? can take Kanye serious because he's always in the news for something, you know? I think last I heard he was doing some fashion stuff. I'm like, so are you a rapper or are you a fashion designer? He doing whatever bro? you want to do because he's yay. And I feel it. And I feel it. Kudos to you, man. Hats off to you. We all can't do it all, but I want you to pick one. Is that haircut, though? <laughs> uh, no, I don't agree with that. I, I think don't he's, believe you with, no, with the haircut. No, because if he picks one, then it's just like, what is it? We just going to know Kanye for music? Like, yeah, no. I, but who really knows like Kanye for fashion? Is he not Set aside from people that are in like Paris or wherever he's doing those fashion shows. Nobody, and like, if I walk up to somebody randomly on the street, they're not going to quote a piece. And what? I see Yeezys everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, like, the shoes. Are right. Where, where Where have you been? I didn't hear <laughs> about that. Right. He's like a billionaire. That's, that's why we're right, talking right, about that's that. Fashion. That's why he's able to make yeah. chats like that. Come right, on, you right. You awake, bro? I Wake just up. feel like at this at this point when it comes to Ye or whatever, it's mad respect to him. Um, I think that he's coming through or coming out of something. But something that I've always said about Kanye is, yo, he is trying to say something. He's just not saying it the best way. Mm-mm. He's he's His totally misunderstood. Terrible. terrible. Oh if you look God. at the interview, a lot of um, what's his name? Oh, dude, that's on Tricky Chess. He kept saying, yo, what are you saying? Like, I need you to say it flat out. But Kanye West, I guess because he is misunderstood, um, not even misunderstood, but he has a play on words and he's a rapper, right? He's going to say it in a real complex way. And he's like, okay, so what are you saying? You know, and that's what happened with the whole Big Sean thing, because he originally had grabbed the tombstone that they had there for Halloween. He was like, on my tombstone, this is what it's going to say. I should be alive because I signed uh, Big Sean. And he was like, what? Everybody in there was like, what? You know, because that, I what, what does that mean, right? But when he kind of broke it down or whatever, they were just surprised for him to even be sit there and say, oh, Big Sean uh, is the worst rapper that he signed to. Not worst rapper, but yeah, he's one of the worst. That's the worst decision that he's ever made. Well, it's if he's based it off of personal decisions, uh, I don't agree. Because I know he's signed worse people that Big Sean raps better. You know the person that he signed that I'm really, really upset about? He signed Tiana Taylor. 
I feel like he doesn't market her well. He doesn't market, bro. She is so slap. She can really, on. she really blow. Fashion wise, beautiful, banging body, beautiful run. He did, he did. Production he, is amazing. The one thing that he did do right was fade. And oh, for sure, her, but that was his song, though. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. But that like, he still, song. he still, you know, had her out there. I'm glad he gave her that shot. But it was but at for the same him. Time, yeah. He he used her for anything, and I don't like that. I really think that he should have done way better uh, with marketing her and just getting but her see, stuff out. And she said personally, without really saying the people, she was saying, you know, if you know who she signed to and who she, you know who she was speaking about, like. I don't get the support that I need. That's what I was about know? to say. Do these artists notice that they could do more? And do they even... But it's the contract. It depends on the contract. For instance, Summer Walker is a, uh, signed a contract oh where she's going to be paying, <laughs> paying for Did the rest of her life. That? The worst contract. You know who else has a very contract. bad contract? Doja Cat. Really? Oh, my God. She's basically signed the same one like under that Kesha had. You know, Kesha has been fighting how many years to get out of her contract? Over a decade. I didn't even know that. Yeah, and Doja Cat signed something along the lines of that. When I saw it from Summer Walker, when I actually seen one, once she got an 85K um, advance uh, mm -hmm. for signing or whatever. So, I mean, 85K is way more than what she was making cleaning houses, right? Come on. So, I understand why she probably took it. Come it's on. Because you don't have that uh, knowledge of contracts and the jargon that's in the contract. She probably was just kind of like, oh, 15%, that's only this much, that's fine. But she didn't understand that she was only going to be making 15 cents for every dollar that her album makes or her music makes. That is a big deal. You're not getting the whole dollar mm -hmm. or more of that right. dollar. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, 15 cents is nothing. If you was to really just do some math in here, you would see that it was nothing. So if y'all at home do the math for us, y'all can call, us, call in and uh, <laughs> run those numbers for us. But, I mean, look, that's, that's, that's definitely not all that we have on pop culture today. Um, but that's just something that we have to talk about first because, you know, when Ye is in the news, we got to talk about it. He always up to something. This man always um, in the news. Right? <laughs> he, he, I'm not going to lie, kind of interesting. He, yeah, he's, he's very, like, very you interesting. You never know what he's going to do next. Like that haircut. Like you see his hair. He would be the one to say it. Yeah, he, he's, he, you see the haircut? I just feel like if he's able to yeah, get people would. attention like over the littlest something. things. He needs another black woman besides, besides Donda around him. And I think that uh, mm. it ain't going to be me. But um, <laughs> I think he needs another black woman that's around him to give him the real and nurture him like he needs to be and uh, to help him heal because I don't feel like that's necessarily our job, but I do think that that's what he needs. Um, I think that, like I said, I said Dante was an album of grief, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. I really think that was an album of grief and him grieving. Um, and I think that um, that was a step towards his healing. It so I just hope, album. I really pray. I know I'm not going to get the old Kanye way, but I need him renewed. Refresh Kanye. I'm waiting for that. I like this album though. I do too. Yeah, I do. I, I, I like a lot of music on this album compared to his most recent albums. And yo, it's the Cody and Crew. Listen, family, we got much more for you on this episode of this edition of Cody and Crew. Do not go anywhere. That, that That's just a tidbit of what we were talking about. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll also be talking to the one and only Key Andra Lockett. So don't go, don't go nowhere. I'm your host, Cody. This is A. And this is Jay. And this What's is Cody. You tuned in and you're locked right in to the all-new KCOH TV The Boost. That's right, you tuned in and you're locked in to the all-new KCOH TV The Boost. I'm your host, Cody. This is A. And this is Jay. And this is the Cody and Crew. And it's kind of mixed it up for y'all. Talk a little something different, different. Now, welcome back. Welcome back uh, to our show. We want to go ahead and dive right into the politics section of our show. As you know, we stand on the three Ps. That's right. Praise, politics, and pop culture. 
And if you missed out on the first half of our show, you missed out on a great big portion of the pop culture. But stay tuned, we have much more in store. As it pertains to politics, we do want to talk about the latest mandate uh, from our current president, Joe Biden. Biden announced he is taking steps to get more Americans vaccinated and turn the tide on COVID-19. On Thursday, the administration rolled out two of those steps, two different vaccine rules covering more than 100 million workers. Over companies with 100 or more employees and uh, and applies and this applies to those those and, and different employees and, and an estimated 84 million workers. Goes on to say companies must ensure either that their workers are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by January the 4th or they have a negative test for the coronavirus at least one week in. Now we had a chance to talk about this before on the show and as the story continues to unfold, we of course wanna bring you the latest. Now, my opinion hasn't changed, praise our God. I, you know, it still, still, still remains the same. If my job were, you know, is gonna require me, or I don't even know that, we don't, we don't even have a, over 100 employees in our office. I don't think so, we have two offices combined. I don't think that we have over 100 employees, so I don't think that that'll kind of affect us. But if it were to affect us, um, to affect um, the orthodontic office, Again, I, I'm going to get vaccinated. I'm going to get vaccinated because I have bills to pay, and it's just a requirement, you know. Now I'm a little. I'm not. I, I use the word hesitant just for lack of better words. I'm a little hesitant now, but I'm not really hesitant. I'm just locked into my faith, and you know, I'm really content on what the Lord has for me and how He's been protecting me over the years as it pertains to just regular life stuff, you know. Before even the pandemic happened, you know, I, He's. He's kept my life. So for that alone, I'm not getting a vaccine. You know, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and he, he, he is my healer. You know, they say he's Jehovah Rapha, so he is my healer. Okay. And I just believe him to be that for me. Now, Jay, let's go around the room. So we go ahead and get y'all opinions, see if things have changed as it pertains to y'all. What y'all think? Uh, it doesn't change for me. <clears throat> I mean, well, you know, I've been paying attention more as we have the conversation. What was your stance before? Um, like, I would get it, like if it, oh, okay. if it if it required it. But like, as I pay attention more and more to it, no, I said I wouldn't get it. That's what I said. But but as time progressed, I was realizing like, as we have this conversation almost every weekend, I pay attention now like, to who, who I'm in contact with, and I can say on average, on average, I meet about twenty different people a day. Whether it's the drivers, whether it's you know, because I work in the transportation. And they come to pick up, you know, loads and all that kind of stuff. So, really, it, it wouldn't affect me in any way, because I mean, I get vaccinated and then what? I run into somebody that I possibly never see again, and I just don't see the need for it. I, I I wouldn't get it. It's just my stance. I wouldn't do it. I sit next to the same people every day. I was just gonna ask, yeah, how many people is it that's in your office? It's eight in total. Oh yeah, so you know we're near the one hundred. Yeah, yeah, no. Did you notice that? I didn't eight. look at you for a reason. I know, I didn't look at you for a reason. Mm. But um, eight. <laughs> it's eight. So about eight. eight of us, but what I mean by that is yeah. like, you know, people come in from like other states and other cities and they come in to pick up loads and stuff. So you never know who you're going to run into, who, you know, who has what, et cetera, et cetera. That's why I, I kind of just take it day by day. Um, I, I don't think I need to get vaccinated, but 
If anybody out there feels like they need to, I'm not telling you not to get it. I just don't see where why I need to get it. I don't I don't like an environment where I need it. So I think I'm good with that. It's crazy because y'all are saying need it, need it. I hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you need to get the. There is none. I don't feel like there is a need to get um, the vaccine. I say that because you can still get COVID <clears throat> even if you have yeah. the vaccination. Yeah. So I feel like there's no need for me to get it because I've already had it. My body has healed from it, even though there's different variants out. You've already had COVID. I've already had COVID. I had COVID in June of 2020 and I got over it. Um, I was I was able to move. I worked out. I sweated it all out. I was vegan for two, three weeks. Um, I was drinking nothing but water, vegetables, and eating fruit. I um, ate no, drank no juices. I went and worked out uh, for an hour, two hours at a time. Um, I checked my pulse. I made a journal about it because I knew I was one of the people in the pandemic uh, making history. So for me, I was like, I don't see no need. Um, who is targeting though are people who are severely obese is what they said and people who have underlying health issues i am neither of those okay i'm a little thick i am not obese so i don't feel like i need to get the vaccine um so my stance hasn't changed either i'm not getting it um even if my company um was to say i had to um even if i was mandated okay i'm gonna make sure i stay below 100 at this point because <laughs> I work for myself, y'all, um, but I'm gonna make sure I say it below 100 if that's the case because I am not about to subject to any of these mandates that's being made. I just I don't feel like there's a reason. If this is totally, um, if this is a vaccine that was totally preventing us from getting COVID, then yes, that would be a thing, but it's not. And they're only wanting us to take it so they can better develop the vaccine, and I get it, but it's other Americans that will. I could be the one that won't. That's how I see it. I just, like, you know, how they handled the the beginning of this whole pandemic, I just, I they're not it. taking any, they're not taking anything seriously. I mean, they still had all kinds of parks and everything open. They, they were never, I don't feel like they were ever taking it seriously, and that's just my opinion. Oh, okay. I just feel like they, you know what I mean? Like, if I know there's something out there that's killing people, I'm not going to have parks still open. I'm not going to have bars still open. I'm not gonna have oh, for sure. you know the lockdown that we should have had three months into the to the whole pandemic should have been the lockdown that we had when we first heard of it. You know, no, you I mean? still have some countries that are on lockdown from um, COVID, and, and that's what we're I mean. the only we're honestly the only uh, one of the only countries that still have surging numbers of, of the coronavirus. This is exactly and COVID. why I can't because other countries have shut. Like as soon as um, the people in uh, what is it Pakistan and um, India. They had actual people clubbing people down in the streets, like on motorcycles, and they like hitting them in the head, on the back. Disturbing. Like it was disturbing, but that's how serious they were taking yeah. it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they can, they should do that here in America, but just like he's mandating all these companies to right. make sure that people are doing right. these things, you should be making these mandates about these masks and making sure that you're washing your hands. But a mandate is not a law, you know. It's just a mandate is not a law, right? However, these are executive orders that can be made. Not for a vaccine where we have to put something in our bodies, but something that, uh, something to where uh, the governors could be doing something to make sure right. that we are not in bars at night or where we have uh, curfews. Mayors could uh, make sure that they do curfews, but he can definitely do that. I, I just don't see why he didn't, mm -hmm. but he's pushing a vaccine. That's what I'm, that, that throws me off it because it's easier. like y'all are pushing to get the vaccine more than y'all pushed 
to avoid having to create one. Does right. that make sense? Right. Like they, I don't see the push. Right. I, I didn't see this kind and of. And I understand when it comes from an economic uh, standpoint, that's probably why they didn't mm-hmm. do that because as soon as they started getting the stimulus, that's when things started getting up. Or yeah. Things started opening up. So for me, I'm looking at it and I'm like, they need that money back. They need that sixteen hundred that y'all get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that twelve hundred, that six hundred dollars that y'all get, and they need that back. So of course, if they're gonna open all of these businesses. I just don't think that it should have gone that way. I really want people to really consider from now on um, how the government is moving and start peeping game, uh, as my friend Elaine would say, peep game in what's going on in politics because um, it says a lot. You gotta read between the lines. Sad that you have to, but that's just the type of government that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like I said, if he is mandating all of these companies to um, make sure that all of their workers and employees are vaccinated, then I think that there should have been something done before we got to this point of vaccination. I think y'all should definitely, hey, this is what y'all need to do for y'all companies. You need to make sure that everybody come in here, need to be tested, give testing results, yada, yada, yada. Like, it should have been all of that. And so, you know what's crazy? They could still, need to get vaccinated. They could still have to close everything down. Right. Just because they close, man, like the way that the education system literally, we learned two different software or education softwares um, in like a span of three, four weeks and taught it to the parents, taught it to the children. And it was just a lot of stuff that we had to do inside the classroom. And the way that they changed things literally within a few months, I'm like, okay, if y'all were able to do this in a few months, then it's a lot of stuff that we need to change. Let's start with pay like we need to get paid more as educators especially here in houston like we got to get paid more and the way that y'all are paying people to become teachers because there's a teacher shortage why can't you put that money into the teachers that were there during the pandemic a lot of those teachers have left a lot of them have retired so and i'm one of them i said i was not working for a school district anymore i said i'm just going to go ahead and go into business for myself because there are people and there is a market now where kids cannot or the kids that's in a particular household cannot go to school because they have somebody that is um has underlying health issues at home Mm -hmm. so if their grandparent is at home already on oxygen a parent is not going to let that child go to school and come back right um so i because i saw that market i went ahead and i dove into it i'm developing a business around it but that's just me um but you have some people who have families and they need promising income so i get it but i'm just not one of those people I'm gonna take risk, and God has kept me uh, since then. So I'm grateful, but I ain't getting that vaccine, y'all. I'm gonna have to get a lot more. Uh, what's it called? A lot more research. Um, I'm gonna need y'all to tell me that this vaccine is going to cure some. Okay, it's gonna make my life better. Not have all these symptoms. <laughs> I don't want to be throwing up. I don't want to be having the chills. I don't want my arms to go numb. I don't want none of that. I want the vaccine to come into my body and make me better. If it's not doing that, I'm not putting it in there. Period. And there it is, folks. She's not putting it in there. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's not making me better. It's not. I'm not doing it. No, that's it. it. That's true. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Health is well. Health mm-hmm. is well. Health, really. But the way that the government is moving, health is, is, is not well. <laughs> health is seems like it's the last of their concerns. I think that they're just trying to see the money make an opportunity out of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, I'm just not in the business of it. That's just, that's just where I stand. Many right. of my listeners are judging me right now. I still love y'all. I just know that this is not y'all something. Y'all judge her. I, I am mean, just a non-judge. <laughs> I just, y'all, I'm not getting this vaccine. It has to be something that is guaranteed. I have to, it has to literally help me to not get COVID ever again. 
Right. Just like all of these other vaccines. That That's the guarantee. Right. Yep, I haven't had chicken pox without the vaccine. I haven't had any of those things that, you know, my parents' measles. I haven't had any of those things because of these other vaccines that I've taken when I was a child, but I'm not going to take this one. It's going to have to be very, better developed. It's a natural way of no way, baby. Natural way of no way. Holistic. Holistic, right? Holistic. <laughs> all right, y'all. All right, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk about Travis Scott and who being praised. I am your host, Jay. This is Cody. This is Eight. And this is the Cody and Crew, where we live out loud, laugh out loud, and, and love, love on people. people. This is Jay. And this is Cody. And this is Cody and Crew. What's up, y'all? That was my song. If anybody hasn't heard my song, that was my song, Moving Too Fast. It is the only single I have released. And um, I should have more music on the way um so if anybody is listening just go ahead and go on spotify itunes apple um title the song is on there e i the number ht moving to fast hope you liked it let's just go ahead and hop into this travis scott situation because we are based in houston texas the houston texas it's very important that we just go ahead and touch on the subject with travis scott and yes. what transpired on friday night mm -hmm. now um from my um from my views of the city, I was on the way from the ER with my friend, um, and I saw a whole bunch of um, fire trucks, ambulance, the street was shut down, because she lives not too far from NRG, and I knew something had happened, but I had no idea what happened, and when um, we actually looked at Instagram, and on the shade room, and I saw 97 on the box uh, post something um, about it, that's when I started calling everybody that I knew that were at the concert. Cause when you have to when you have to make a center for people to come and meet right. and see their loved ones, that means a tragedy happened. That means something a fatal had happened. That's how serious it was. That's how oh, yeah. serious it was. So, really? I mean, think about it. You have people that were stampeded. You have people who were injected with drugs at a concert, right? They uh, ran towards the stage and were trying to get over a fence, and you could literally see a video of people being stepped on, right? Suffocating, so, you can see some people suffocating. suffocating. Some people went into cardiac. What were they arrest. running from though? They were they running to. They were raging. They were raging. So what the that is is Travis Scott usually does this thing at his his, his concerts where they rage. If you look at all his tweets, if you look at his Instagram, you look at everything associated around Travis Scott. His fans are known for raging. Right, right, right. So when that occurred, they said it came like a wave of everybody coming forward. Yeah. And they yeah. said they started the crushing people, and the people that were could get out of the front ran up on stage and started saying people are suffocating people are you know people are passing out people are whatever etc cetera, etc cetera. like something's going on yeah like and then in, in further stories um it was saying that one of the um security guards and one of the ENTs were injected with drugs so now we have drugs that's been in there you have people that have been stampeded so you know there's something that's it almost sounds like a bizarre story, right? Yes, it does. Um, and it happening here at home just kind of makes it all the worse because... And then him being a native, Houston native. Right, that just right, makes right. It ten times I impact. just hate that because with me being a Houston native, me being an artist, if I'm trying to come back home and do anything, I don't want it to get to a point to where they don't want to have something that I have in, a, in the city because, right. you know, no something way. happened. Right. And um, I feel like Travis Scott, this Just was only the beginning for him. Single-handedly right? ruined his... The whole weekend. He, he the ruined, whole I feel weekend. like he ruined his, no. part of his credibility. Yeah, but like, I mean, it wasn't his fault, right? I mean, it wasn't. This, is, this is definitely something that um, I feel like could have been... Whose event was it? 
Travis Scott. It was, it was the Afterworld, Afterworld. Conference. Afterworld Festival. Festival. It was, you know, whatever, you, all the artists. Who was you, the headliner? Travis. It was Travis's it's Astro, Astroworld. Because I think, so I think they started rushing the stage when Drake came on because it wasn't something that people knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So when Drake came on stage, they said that's when they that's when all everything started happening or whatever. Right. Um, and then um, shortly after, that's when um, the wave came mm-hmm. and, you know. People started running up on people stage. People just started running away. There are literally away. videos of people running up on yeah. stage. How much were the tickets? To I the... have no idea. Dog, that's it. But they... But, mm-hmm. But there, there's also uh, stories of people, you know, saying stuff about their children because it was children there. When I say children, I'm not talking about us who are almost 30 ten, years old. We're talking about 18. Um, I don't know about 10 and 5, but 16-year-olds oh, yep. saying, I don't want to go to the homecoming dance. I want to go to the Travis Scott concert. Right. And they went with their parent or their friends or their friend's parent or just their friends. I've seen some 5-year-olds so, on some shoulders jumping up and down. That's I've seen crazy. A ten, there's a 10-year-old that's actually in the hospital. Right now? Yes, in that's what I'm condition. saying. I, I didn't see that. I just seen a lot of. Yeah. Um, I seen a parent um, on Facebook who was saying that I let my child go mm-hmm. to extra world, and I'm just so glad that I was able to hold him again in my arms. And that that was touching for me because you want to make sure that you're giving your child the best experience as life, you know. And her letting her son go to the concert instead of being uh, at their homecoming dance, and you know, seeing on the news that something's happening at the concert mm-hmm. that you trusted. Um, and you know, you let your child go to, and you're like, let me call my son. Like that, oh, that's the scariest feeling in the world. Into perspective and try to hear this. 50,000 people were supposed to show up to this event, right? Mm-hmm. NRG, whatever the case may be. First, there are videos of them running through the gate. They're not even waiting in line. Mm-hmm. They ran over the gate. The gate tore down. They ran through, right? Then you had 300 people were treated for injuries that mm-hmm. happened at the festival, right? 11 of them are in critical condition. One eight of, them, of them have died. And eight of them have died. One of which, the 11 critical condition, is the 10-year-old. Mm. So that just puts everything. And then when you see videos of other little kids, then you're like, okay, who else got hurt? What right. if, you know, because they were storming the stage. I, look, again, I would just hate to be Houston native coming back home to have something, and it's not. It wasn't even that it was heavily secured. It was just a lot going on. And because, you, like you just said, I've never been to Astroworld um, Festival for Travis Scott, so I don't know how the actual audience is already. But if I had to, um, you know, with, for, for what you just told me, if I would have known that people rage at these concerts, I would not go. Oh, they rage. Uh, simply because if people are raging the concert already, or raging at the concert already, and you bring somebody like Drake out, Mm-hmm. Or somebody like Beyonce out, right? Because he's right up there with Beyonce and Jay-Z. Of course people are going to rage and rush the stage. Right. Now, as far as the drugs and injections and stuff, that's a whole nother level. That's that's kind of what kind of gives the, the story a total turn because you don't expect somebody to come and inject somebody else with drugs at a concert. At all. Right? Like, that's not, that's not something that just normally happens at concerts. You probably see people smoking at concerts, drinking at concerts, dancing at concerts, and it being super-duper loud, but injections of drugs in people's necks listen they're looking for everybody they're looking for people that were dancing on top of the police cars they're looking for people that were just in the front like everybody's telling their story everybody was in the front everybody's telling their story how they had to watch people just dropping 
I just hate that this stand over bodies. This is no longer probably gonna be a thing in Houston. I just hate that. Did y'all y'all went to Astro World right when Astro was here? I did. Yeah, uh, I wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because y'all Jay is from New York, okay. Brooklyn. So he don't know. But Brooklyn. I grew up on Astro World. We went there for church events. We went there on field trips. Like Astro World was yeah. a real thing, and so people are not even experiencing Astro World in its entirety. So for them to experience this type of Astro World, mm-hmm. where you know they're being suffocated, Change people have died. Totally not what we had. Now we had shootings right. at Astro World. <laughs> But that was late at night. We wasn't there. I wasn't there anyway. But there were shootings at Astro World or whatever um, when we were coming up. But it was never something like what people have experienced with injection of drugs and things like that. That's so, crazy. I know. But I know see, a part of me feels like I, I got to hold Travis accountable in some way. Because yeah, not even. Go ahead, I'm sorry. There are videos of this man watching, like he's literally watching one of the bodies passed out and he's still performing. Because he doesn't know what's going on. Right? Like, that bullet is laid out. No, 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 Let me let me put this in perspective to, for you too. Beyonce <laughs> and uh, Michelle and Kelly were on 106 in Park. Michelle fell face first, and, Beyonce and they kept going because kept going. that's what we do as artists. Right. If anything happens on stage, even if the music cut out, we gotta continue to put on a show. So Travis Scott was probably just trying to figure out what was going on. He did stop, you though. Know? I, I, I see okay. a lot of people saying that he didn't stop, but he okay. did. There's videos of him stopping. Now, sure. when you say held accountable, I'm thinking more so like, okay, he should be held accountable because the raging. He, the raging, right? That has become a norm mm-hmm. at his concerts. Okay, now, now I get you, but like, I can't say that we should hold him solely responsible for something that he didn't even expect. But, but see, my thing, and I'm not holding him accountable for anybody that, you know, I'm just holding him accountable because. After the raging, you see what some of these people look like. And it's just like, you can't, you, you shouldn't allow that. Like, you shouldn't just let that keep going on. Because now it's become a topic. I don't get it. You said keep going on. How? how like raging. Like, ra- like the raging image that he has behind him and his career, that's, yeah. that, that has but always that, gone has on. Has it ever gotten to a point where people have gotten injured? In raging? Well, raging always, they, they, you get injured. Like, if you join one of their mosh pits, if you join one of their, whatever the case may be, you end up getting hurt. But you don't end up into the point where people are dying. Where people are, right. I think that's the difference, though. Right. That I'm, I'm trying to get you know. But I feel like they should just cut the raging altogether. Of even course. If, even of if course, it's, of course. Like, or if, even if you have to change the capacity of how much is at each event. You know, just to avoid, because 50,000 people, and then you have three, it's not like you have 100 or two, 300 people for injuries. Yeah, you know, I, I just don't want it to get to a point to where we are not no longer having stuff like this, especially for our native Houstonians who are artists, big time artists. I just don't want to get to a point to where our mayor or anybody else is saying we can't do this anymore. So um, my heart goes out to all the families that um, have been affected um, and all of the people who have had a loved one pass away due to this concert. I am so, 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 so sorry. If there's anything that we can do, please let us know. Um, at the CBW show at gmail.com um, or you can hit us up on Cody and Crew on um, Instagram but the love goes out to you all and Travis Scott I appreciate you for giving your condolences and sending out those messages um, via Instagram, Twitter and um, any other news um, channel that you've contacted I don't know how to handle the situation <laughs> it's just, it's just unfortunate yeah, it's it's very unfortunate, unfortunate. So, very yeah. unfortunate y'all we got more for you do not 
go anywhere. That's us wrapping up the pop culture segment of Cody and Crew. Up next, Keandra Lockett. This is the show where we live out loud, laugh out loud, and love all people. I'm your host, Cody. What's up, tuned in, and you're locked into the all new KCOH TV, the boost that's right, you're tuned in, and you're locked into the all new KCOH. I am your host, Cody. This is eight. And this is the Cody and Crew, the show where we live out loud, laugh out loud, and, and love, love on people. people. Today we have a very, very special guest, the one and only national recording artist, Key Andra Lockett, chart topper, Key Andra Lockett, on the Cody and Crew. Key Andra, thank you so much for being here this morning. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I am really well, really well. Thank you again so much for saying yes. We're excited to talk to you this morning. And you know, first things first, I, I want to start with the game, you know? I want to start with the game, a quick little icebreaker game that we like to call This or That. Before we get started, Keanu, just tell me, how are you feeling this morning? I know it's early here. And it's 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. What time is it your time? Actually, it's 10 here. Um, and I, it's a Sunday morning. And look, just to simply be alive, I feel good. Nice, 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 nice. So let's go ahead and run this game. Won't be too long. Won't be before you long. Just like the old preacher said, won't be before you long, but end up taking up the entire three hours no but here we go let's start with this uh character you ready let's go this or that so are you a morning bird or are you a night owl i am a night come on same here what do you prefer sneakers or heels both really both. really i would just assume you know ladies now like wait, the heels this is, this is not how the game go you gotta pick this or that <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, Keandra, do you prefer summer or fall? Uh, fall. Really? Okay. And do you do you prefer to cook or be catered to? Be catered to. Come on, cater. <laughs> Me too. And, Me too. <laughs> and then the very last one, breakfast or dinner? Yeah. She said, you said dinner? Uh-huh. Come on. Now, let me ask you this. This is a, this is a B cause of that. Now, can you cook? Here's the other part of that. Can you cook? And then what's your favorite thing to cook? Praise God. I, I do a little something, something. Oh, I, I like that. I have many recipes from my mom. Okay. And uh, as long as you know how to, you know, go by instructions and the simple things, I think you're a pretty good cook. You yeah. know, not from scratch, I don't do from scratch. Okay. All right, there it is, okay? So if you're looking for at home like your grandmother do it, that's not what Keandra does. Keandra says she's going to Walmart to get the good old box. Praise God. <laughs> no, I love it. Keandra, let me ask you this, because we're all currently living in a pandemic. You know, the pandemic has affected us in, in, in every way that we know how. And I want to ask you this question. How has the pandemic affected you? You know, you're a national recording artist. You have your own thing going on. And I want to know for your listeners, your fans, and for same for our listeners, what have you learned or what has the pandemic taught you? Um, it's attacked me in several ways. One of the ways for sure is um, emotional. You know, we all think about how people are impacted as it relates to money and things like that. But um, I'm, I'm blessed God that I've been affected in that area. But I'm emotional because I've had people who have COVID. Praise God they die. But just to, you know, see them going through, uh, even being fearful, dying because millions died. Um, or to, uh, but still, seeing that lose all the uh, 
happiness of everything is it, heartbreaking. But um, there it is, you know, you need to figure that your kid was best. Um, getting to your family, friends is best. And or uh, That's a really great answer. Now, our connection here is a little bit iffy. I don't know if it's on my end or your end, so you're a little choppy or breaking up, um, but we can hear you loud and clear. And that's a, I'm glad that you said that, you know, because this pandemic has given us all a chance to kind of sit down, reevaluate, rethink, and, and see what we're doing wrong and could possibly do right. My girl, Eight, has a question for you, Keandra. Okay. What, what um, advice do you have for any um, artists that are are aspiring, especially um, just here in Houston? Some people get deterred or they get scared to kind of step out on faith. But what advice do you have to give them if they want to become um, an artist? Um, I would say to make sure that you have a great team. You know, um, I know a lot of times it's hard to uh, gather up all those people that uh, you see many artists have. But um, if you just start off with two or three people, um, I suggest somebody who you trust in your family or a friend who's well with uh, managing money, um, they do well with managing business, ask them. And um, anybody who's you know good with making calls and reaching out, um, getting bookings, I think that you should use somebody from your family or a friend um as well as uh pr good pr and uh somebody who can service your music to radio okay good answer great great i hope my the listeners that are um tuning in right now heard everything that she said because i hope that is very important i agree um because i'm an artist myself and i feel like having a great team behind you you cannot do it by yourself you definitely need a team. Right. you definitely need support so i definitely i piggyback off of what you just said i totally agree I agree too. This is Jay. How you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm pretty good. I heard the Made a Way track. I love it. Thank oh, you. Man. Love, love, Go. love it, love it. Go. My question to you was the process, like COVID. Has it helped with any of the writing process? If did you write Made a Way? What was yeah, the writing process like? What was that like? And was it during uh, COVID? Was it? Did it make it easier? Did it make it harder? How was? How was that process? It's a good question. Gotcha. Um, so actually, I wrote uh, Made Away back in 2019 and released it on um, my album, The Heal Reloaded. It was a special edition or an extension version of uh, The Heal. And um, we didn't um, think about mm, adding Q on until, yeah, until about, about 2019. And we had to re um re-record that song actually so we did have to do you know some of what we did during COVID mm -hmm. and um it, it was just a an, an interesting moment um you know just coming in and being together with Q and with my producer Teddy P mm -hmm. um just being able to you know re-record and all those things and be around Q again like he's just he's really jovial like outgoing um and just a really great guy all around. I love the fact that he's good with um, bridging the gap, both secular and gospel together. And um, just to be around him, it was just a, a really good thing to see. It's a really good thing to see what you know what he does and how he works, and to glean from him. Um, I definitely, 
you know, would, would suggest to anybody, you know, even right now, um, to just make sure that, you know, if you are doing any recording, traveling, anything like that, to um, just, you know, do whatever it is that the people are, you know, telling you to do, you know, keeping your hands clean and all those kinds of things. But um, during the time that we were recording last year, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal. We were really focused on getting the job done. And um, look, just, I just thank God that we weren't, you know, affected or impacted in any kind of way. Right, I know it's a blessing, you know, because everybody was affected differently, you know. Yeah. And the fact that we're still here, it's like, but God, mm -hmm. but okay. God. Yeah, okay. for sure. Keandra, let me ask you this because I know that you also have your hands in fashion and design, mm -hmm. if I can, from what I understand on your profile. So yes. Kind of, tell us what tell, uh, our listeners, what kind of inspired you? You know, you you're like you're a hybrid. You also you sing, and then you also design. So kind of tell us, give us some insight as to what inspired your clothing line, and then what's the name? Okay, the name line, Jolie Noir. It means pretty black in French. And uh, what inspired me, um, actually, my, both my sister and I are at the uh, helm of this whole project. And uh, what inspired us was black women um, and black people overall now. Uh, we have black a line uh, called Steam Noir. And um, it's uh, just a, a really great, um, you know, a really great idea to us and to many people as well, like just the mission um, to be able to, Are you, not you know. Are you black? Hello? He's yes, ma'am, <laughs> we can hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that to me? No, 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 we just asking him if I'm black. But yeah, just to be able to, um, you know, affirm our people. Again, it's basically like another Fuji for us, by us. You know, um, just to love on um, black people, but it was to start off, you know, uh, loving on black women and validating and, you know, affirming them. Okay, because I'm about us. to come in. You about to get all my coins. You know, any place <laughs> I've gone to, it's just hard for me to find pants, especially pants that are adorable. Um, pants that, you know, in the between the legs, they don't tear or anything after three or four washes. Like, I can't find anything like that, so I've been stuck on dresses, uh, or just wearing wrap dresses, or uh, what's it called, the high waist pants, but not jeans. I've just been trying to find some good solid jeans to wear, or just something that's more fashionable. But I mean, right. the fact that you said that you're catering to me, okay, let me get all my coins. I'm about to go on your pants. <laughs> I have to see what you got. And then, you know, Thank for, you. and then you know, for the brothers, we have to ask: Is there anything on the horizon for us? You know, we have to yeah. Ask. Actually, uh, Thim Noir is our unisex collection, so unisex line. So um, you'll see, like, throughout all of that whole um, section where you can, you know, purchase basically all of those things, all of those items are androgynous. So both women and men can wear. Nice, 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 nice. It's two folds to Keandra Lockett, y'all. Y'all hear that? It's dope. <laughs> Keandra, what's next for you? What do you have next going on? You know, set aside from your music career, set aside from your fashion career. What's next for Keandra Lockett? What can your fans expect next from you? Uh, actually, I, I have an album coming out Come uh, on. next year. It's called Cornerstone. I know you said aside from the music and uh, the fashion, but those things really keep me busy. Yeah. Um, I'm, 
I'm not one of those people who, you know, is like, oh, yeah, I got uh, really big things coming next. And like, yeah, all I got is one thing. I'm working that. Come on. Just working me. No, no, no. I love that. I love that. So what's the date? What is very honest. Right. Very, very honest. So do you officially have the date for the release? Uh, no, I don't. Actually, the plan is to release four singles, um, Made Away was nice. the first, and then we have three others coming. Um, I do have a visual for Made Away coming really soon, and so I'll be making that announcement. Just stay, you know, connected and, you know, follow me on my social media, and which, you'll find out the end. <laughs> which is my very next question. That is, I'm glad that you said that, Keandra. So now for those of you that are listening and, you know, for those of you that are just tuned in, we're talking to Keandra Lockett, national recording artist who actually just released a dope single off of her latest album, singles entitled Made Away. Before we wrap up this interview, Keandra, can you just kind of tell everyone where they can find you for both your music and your fashion? Okay. Well, follow me on all of my social media. That's at Keandra Lockett. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also um, go to my website, see all the things that I'm doing, get any updates. That's www.keandralocket.com. Also follow our um, apparel page, Jolie X Noir Apparel, J-O-L-I-E-X-N-O-I-R-E Apparel. And uh, also go to the website, www dot thank you so much for giving that information i'm sure everybody all of our listeners need to know and want to know where they can find you um thank you for being on this i mean i know it's yes. early in the morning on a sunday because i'm about to go to church after this I'm going to sleep. So, I'm going back in the bed. Thank you so, so very much for being on the show with us today. Thank I'm you. So Thank you for having us. Amazing interview. Amazing. Amazing. Keandra, do us this one favor. Go ahead and introduce, you know, this will be our first official time playing Made Away on Cody and Crew. So do us a favor and introduce that song for us, please. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Keandra Lockett here, and you're about to hear my new single, Made Away, featuring my bro, Q Parker. Y'all, the time has come for us to depart. Just one more time. We'll be back next Sunday at 7 a.m. Hey. Uh, 7 a.m. to 10, 10. a.m., okay? Um, I love hey. that this Sunday, particularly, mm -hmm. um, we were able to kind of go in a little deeper um, as far as who Travis with Travis Scott being a native here in Houston yeah. with the tragedy that literally just happened on Friday we said that there was something that we had to do yeah. um, and it's just hearing that y'all wanted to talk about it just as much as I wanted to um, yeah. it shows the compassion that we have for our city um, so I'm appreciative of that for sure um, and I'm appreciate Keandra Lockett for coming on today Come and on. that was a great interview and I'm just excited to spend a coin with her because if she wanted to do you know her fashion for us specifically as black women um i'm going to support every single time so Thank y'all for locking in and staying tuned. Yeah, it was a great time today. I'm glad that I came today. I'm telling you, I was a little sleepy. Hit that snooze about a good old seven times just <laughs> morning praise God. Same. But uh, in the words of Keandra, we made away. I made away. I, got it. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed it. I really hope y'all enjoyed that single. Yeah, it was a really Keandra dope Lockie. single. Featuring Q single. Parker. Y'all had eight singles? Yeah, we played eight singles. Y'all missed that. We're going to play it again next weekend. Hey. Okay. I just love that y'all put in rotation. Y'all, I have not asked. I've been trying to act as an artist. I have not asked them anything at all about playing my single they yes. said let's play your song today and i was well, like 
Okay, <laughs> but we do. We do have a music, first music or first Sunday feature. A Sunday feature where we introduce um, a new, new song artists, from yeah. somebody here uh, in Houston or just an upcoming artist, y'all. So that's coming up. I will get, definitely send that information out to um, every single one of you. Um, and even if you are even wanting your song to be played on a radio station, and please keep in mind that we are not local. We are global. We are on a digital radio platform, so we have way more listeners. So if you still want your uh, song to be played, go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms. Every, and send us an inquiry as well to the CW, CBW show, show at gmail.com. We'll even if you want to inquire. Free booking until the end of the year. So oh, book free. us to host your event. Yes, yes, free yes, 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 yes. Free booking until the end of the year. We almost booked though, y'all. So y'all might want to go ahead and send an inquiry into us ASAP. so we can get that on our calendar. But Ta-ta for now, y'all. Um, we love y'all. Please follow us on um, Instagram so you can get your Monday motivation. Keep it carried through the week. Until mm. next time, we'll see y'all soon. This is your host, Ape. Your host, Jay. Your host, Cody. And this is the Cody and Crew. Remember, we laugh, live out loud. Laugh out loud. And, and love, love on people. people. Until next Sunday. We out of here, y'all. Mm. Peace.